Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Novel Ideas for March, January 21st, 21st. 2022. Oh, our, first, our first meeting of the new year. So happy new year, everyone. Mm-hmm. And to kick off the meeting tonight, Carla Hayes will be leading us in the discussion of the Midnight Library by Matt Haig. So without any further ado, I will turn this over to Carla. There are 12 people here. So I'm going to ask that everyone, at least for the first, while we're going around for the first time that everyone be brief so we can have time for discussion. So, Carla? Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And I am so excited to discuss this book. It is The Midnight Library by Matt Haig, H-A-I-G. It was read by Carrie Mulligan. And in case you're listening and uh, on in on a later incarnation of this broadcast and would like to read this book, it is DB100906. And the reading time is eight hours and 52 minutes. And uh, the NLS synopsis reads as follows. As she attempts a suicide, Nora wakes... <clears throat> Let me do that again. I'm <laughs> a little froggy jumped into my throat after she attempts suicide. Nora walks, wakes up in a mysterious library. The shelves are full of books, each the story of another, another reality. One tells the story of your life as it is, along with other books about the other lives you could have lived. It is a bestseller. Um, This book is definitely a bestseller, and it is, believe it or not, being made into a movie by Blueprint Pictures Mm -hmm. and um, Studio Canal. Now, um, Matt Haig is quite a prolific author, and I'm going to share with you the names of some of the books that he has written because um, it'll show you just how versatile he is. There was a book called Reasons to Stay Alive. And then there's How to Stop Time. And by the way, that's available oh. on NLS as 90183. And it is also a science fiction. There's the comfort book, The Boy Called Christmas, and it is DB86288. And it's a holiday book, and it's for grades um, three to six, in case you're interested. And it was made into a movie. Then there's The Humans, a novel, also available on BARD, DB77196. It's a science fiction book. And um, Notes on the Nervous Planet, also available at DB93769. And it, that one's a little different. It's psychology, it's psychology and help, self-help. And he discusses his battles with panic disorder and anxiety and depression. And so it would be an interesting read. 
And um, th there are several more books, um, and a couple of which are on Bard, and, and some of them are going to be made into movies if they haven't already. So what I would like to do uh, is to, to just get your initial impressions of the book first, what you think about this book, and I will go last. And then I have a couple of questions that I have prepared to help us to discuss and have a more a deeper discussion of this book. So, so that's what we'll do. And uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. uh, let me there. see who I can get here. Okay, um, Bob, why don't you tell us what you think of the book? Is he here? He's on the list. I keep hearing him coming and going. He comes and goes. What can I tell you? Maybe I'll come back to him. Huh? Come back to him. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Okay, how about Abby Taylor? Okay, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, I I thought the book was quite thought-provoking. It's definitely interesting to think, you know, how your life could have turned out if you had decided to do something different. So I I thought it was very, like I said, very very thought-provoking. Even if you're not into philosophy, it definitely gives you something to think about. Yes, I thought it was pretty thought-provoking, too. Okay, how about Linda? Well, I'm probably going to be the only one here that didn't really like the book. I just couldn't get into it. Well, that's fair enough. You know, we all have books like that. <clears throat> we just can't get into and... Um, that you know, that's I, I you know, you gotta take the, the good opinions along with the bad ones. So okay. Okay, Randy, what do you think? Well, it was interesting. It was a was one of those books I liked it, but I thought it could have ended long before it did. Um and, but it was very, it was interesting. It really makes you think about the life you're living and, you know, could, would you have done things differently if you could, or um, would you have done, you know, were you happy with your choices? It kind of reminded me of a Mitch album or, um, the end of Our Town, the play by Thornton Wilder. So, but it was okay. I like the end. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. I've got, I should have changed this, but I've got somebody called 1908. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have yeah, you know, that might be me. It might be me because I'm in 908 area code. Okay. That's Joni. All right. Joni. All Joni. right. Well, you know what? I, I was reading this book, and I also thought it was too long. Um, I liked it. Then I would dislike it. Then I was bored. Then I'd like it again. Um <laughs> And it reminded me of the, what was the one, the palace thing that we read for Alice at the Drown Club? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
because it was kind of the same idea that she didn't know whether she wanted to live or die. I don't know. I I, I don't know whether I liked it or disliked it. It was kind of a combination of a, a whole ambivalent thing. Well, uh, yes, it could have that effect on, on a reader. Um, okay, let's see who else we have. Uh, Deanna Noriega. Whoops. Is she here? She might be muted. Oh, there I, is that better? There she is. There you are, yeah. I, I couldn't remember whether we came in unmuted or muted. <laughs> yeah. It makes a difference which, what you do. Um, I've kind Hi, of... Excuse me, this is Nancy Unger. I just entered the... I'm, I'm in the middle of something. I can't stay Nancy, long. you're so. okay. Let, okay, I'll call we'll on you late. You. Or later. Okay. I'll call on you right after. Well, I'm much later. I have to... I, 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 I meant the in a minute, I meant to say. Okay. okay. Oh, thank you, I'll sweetheart. I'll try to be quick. Nancy, she just called on me, so I'll try to be quick. Um, I had a bit of ambivalence as well, because I thought the main point of the story was that no matter what life you lead, you're still you. And um, you have to deal with the problems and the, the things that get in your way, regardless of the road you choose to walk, because it's still you walking it. And I thought it could have been explained much uh, more succinctly. That's all I have to say. Okay. And Nancy, since you do have to leave early, why don't I just let you um, go ahead and, and, and give your opinion on this book? She's muted right now. She stepped away. I think somebody knocked on her door just oh, now. Yeah, so whoever it was got there. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Let me. Take this talk. What? I don't is know it? what she's doing. <laughs> okay, I'm unmuted now. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, Nancy, you want, would you like yeah, to go I, now I, since you have to leave? Early? Yeah, I didn't mean to be rude. I'm sorry. I was just, oh, uh, okay. this whole day has been kind of, you know. It's okay. That's um, okay. No problem. Not a problem. Uh, it's all good. Uh, hi, Shirley, if you're on the line. Anyway, um, I, 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 I like the book, but I I kind of believe in the hereafter when, the, when you die, you come up back with someone else, but I never. It would be neat to be able to live different lives, which I've never really done. It was kind of fascinating in a way. It was kind of fascinating. This is kind of a crazy household here. It was kind of fascinating, but some of it, some of, wait a minute. Leave me alone, George. I'm on the call. Um, I uh, Sorry about that, folks. I, um, I I liked the book in some ways. In other ways, I didn't like it. Uh, some of it was too over, you know, she, you know, she did this and she went back and forth. And I, I found it a little confusing. It was kind of fascinating. I wish there was a life like that I, I could live, you know, or other people could live. I can go to various lives I've had in the past. Maybe I just don't know about them, but where's my where's our midnight library, you know? Um, I like Laura. I, I mean, uh, what was her name? I Nora. Her name already. Nora. Anyway. Nora. Nora with an N. Yeah, Nora. I liked her. Some of the characters she was with I didn't care for. Um, her brother turned out, to, turned out to be really nice. But I, I like some of the lives toward the end, you know, but I wish... She, uh, you know, I, you know, Mrs. Elm didn't die. She, she was in that fire, but she somehow escaped. And, and I guess Nora, I can't recall how it ended. If she, if she ended up in that life or not, or she died, I can't remember. But thank you. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, well, thank you for your opinion. Thank you. 
taking me so quickly. I, was, okay, I apologize. Um, so, Marsha, 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 oh, Marsha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get that a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I'm I'm kind of have the same thing that 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 Joni did. I liked it, then I didn't, then I did, then I didn't. And I, you know, me, sometimes I'll just say, you know, forget it and give up, but I kept going. And by the end, I'm like, boy, I'm really glad I read this book. Um, my, um, and it is interested, interesting about all the different alternate universes, parallel universes that, that were presented. Um, my, the best life that I thought that she, she had was with uh, with uh, her her husband. I for, uh, there were so many characters. I don't remember the names. Uh, Ash. Ash, yeah. the one with the little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the right. Ash, yeah. Ash, and yeah, and and the little girl and the dog. And uh, I thought, oh, I hope she yeah. ends up with this life. But you know, it, but you know what? Then as the ending approached, and you know, her brother was cool, and they were friends again. And her father was definitely deceased and everything. I thought, yeah, you know what? This is the best life that she's she's meant to be back here, grounded right. in her root life. And um, but yes, I'm I'm definitely glad I read it, glad I hung in there. And uh thank you for recommend recommending it, Carla. Oh, no problem. And um, who's to say that even coming back to her root life, that she won't end up with Ash? You know what I mean? They That's true. That I mean, they, uh, he kind of left that uh, option open there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and I like that. I like when authors don't tell you everything. You oh, know? me too. I mean, I, some, <laughs> there are times that I like uh, everything all tied up in a bow. But in, uh, in this case, I'm glad that uh, that he didn't do that. Right, I call it the soprano complex. (laughs) (laughs) I love that ending. Everybody else hated it. Anyhow, how about you, Liz? Okay, I I haven't quite finished the book yet, but I have to tell you, I love this book. I really do. I think the author is very creative, Um, and there's a lot of gems in it for me. Um, I think sometimes we get nostalgic or you know if our own life is is being a little difficult right now we think about oh what if I had done that and what I can it seems like whatever she found is like when you go back to that life as it would have lived out if you'd make that decision or married that person it's not all that great you know (laughs) it kind of makes you want to come back to your own life um, and realize that you know you're living the life you should be living but I love the book Thanks for choosing it. Well, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Okay, let's see. Okay, I don't know who 1407 is. That's Shirley. Okay, are you with us, Shirley? Would you like to give us your opinion? Sure. Um, I can't say that I really cared for the book. I've been in, you know, three or four book clubs probably that have, have read this book. And, and every time I saw the synopsis of it, I just didn't really, didn't really want to read it. And I had two or three people who told me I needed to read this book and Nancy and I were both 
holding off on reading it. And I finally said, okay, (laughs) this is enough. We've heard so much about this. We've got to read it. I understood the, 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 the purpose of it, I think. And, you know, it had, um, a good moral, I guess, to it. Um, as far as, you know, what the author was trying to accomplish, but, um, it it really, you know, I was interested to see what was going to happen. Um, but it wouldn't be among my, my favorite books. And, I am kind of curious as to when we get further in, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to still decide on a couple of things at the end as, as far as, um, you know, what was really supposed to have happened and what the whole library thing was about. I have a couple of opinions, uh, you know, as to what might have taken place there, but I don't think you're ready to go into that part. So, um Anyway, it was it was an interesting book, and and you know I was glad that her life ended up being okay. I was kind of disappointed that she didn't end up with that one, uh, you know, doctor in that family. But I'm I am glad that she lived. So I guess I'll go further on my next turn. Thank you. Okay, and um, if you didn't finish the book, I really encourage you to do it um, because. The ending is really amazing in a lot of ways. Well, I, I don't. I'm not going to call on that next person. I think we had to throw her out. Mary Carla Hayes. I don't know who that rascal Uh-oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is Ladon. I haven't talked yet. I have. Well, we have Sherry too. Okay. Me too. Okay, so we have Bob Acosta. Yeah, and Jen, and, I'm on him again. Is um, Bob? Are you, are you there yet, Bob? Ruthie. Uh, he's. I don't know. He said he was. Maybe he would come in. Maybe he wouldn't. He was. Okay. Ruthie. I don't think. I don't. I can tell you a little. I don't think he liked the book that much. Oh, uh, no, he, didn't, he didn't. He did not like the main character, and found it hard to oh. identify. And I think I shouldn't be speaking for him, but I'm, he's not here, so <laughs> he uh, couldn't quite get the purpose of all this that was going on. And uh, you know, wanted to know what the purpose should be, and but uh, it, he, I don't think he really uh, liked it. But I'm, I'm, you know, uh, glad that uh, I'm. I'm glad we should. Should I tell him? You know, how you feel? Sure. Yeah. yeah well, you, okay. you might as well. You. Okay. Well. Sounds, okay. Well, <clears throat> I thought it was an interesting book. I thought. I didn't want to make up my mind completely until we talked about it more. Um, I understand the business of the, I don't know, the, the library with the lives and things like that. It was interesting. Uh, and uh, I thought the way she ended where she, when they came, she came back. I, I, I thought some of the lives that she had were, were good, but I, I, uh, you know, I thought that, uh, I don't know. I thought that it was the type of thing that would be, uh, you know, talking about different lives that maybe we've all lived some, some different, you know, groups, you know, think about that. And uh, it's, I I like the things that could have happened to her. Uh, 
I'm glad she decided she didn't want to die and uh, got herself, uh, had someone get her to the hospital. And, uh, but I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was an interesting book, but uh, it wasn't quite what I thought it would be, but that's okay. I, I, I'm willing to, you know, I haven't completely, you know, had my mind made up on this. So that's one reason I wanted to come to this meeting. Okay. Okay. All righty. Um, Alan. Ah, it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I came, I came in late. I, I, I was, uh, time got away from me and I was, uh, my brother was over here visiting. So, I got distracted. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the book. I, I thought it was really good because it a, a, a book that can make you think about stuff like this one did. Uh, you know, I, I, I've never been a big fan of philosophy and stuff, but I, I really like the way Matt Hay made you think about things. And, and you know, I, and I really like the way he ended the book because, you know, we, we get this one life. And, you know, obviously we get to make decisions and choices as we go through the thing. But but at the end of the day, we got to decide whether we're happy or not, regardless of, of which life it is we end up living. And, uh, you know, I, I thought he did a real good job of coming back to that over and over again. And, and Ms. Elm had a lot of, you know, wisdom to share with her as, as she was trying all, the, all these different things out. But mm-hmm. uh I, I I just thought it was was well done, and uh, you know you you know uh, uh, people that are perpetually dissatisfied are dissatisfied regardless of what life seems to be throwing at them, and people that have been raised right to deal with things learn how to swing and go with with whatever kind of crap we got to deal with and stuff, and uh, I, I don't know I. I, I, I liked Nora. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know who I was. Did it was. Yeah. I thought she was a really good character and stuff. And, you know, this, this did a good job of, you know, I, I, I can't say I'm a big believer in quantum physics and, and, and all this stuff about all these parallel universes and, and, and stuff. Um, but, 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 but it, but it makes for nice reading material and it makes you think about stuff. So, right. but uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad if you picked it, Carla, yeah, it, it, was, it was a good pick and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So thanks. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you did enjoy it. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Sherry. Well, I also really, really like this book tremendously. I thought it was really good. I have read other books about parallel lives, and they're usually pretty trite. I mean, the person goes through a bunch of parallel lives, and every one of them has really bad things, and so they realize how wonderful their current life is, and they embrace it. And in this book, it ended that she embraced her current life, but not because it was wonderful, but because she realized that's what she had, and that's she needed to make the best of it. And I think... A change of attitude about how she was going to deal with things was the key here rather than just realizing every life has problems. This is mine and this is I, I need to deal with this one that I have. And I, I just thought the book was tremendous. I didn't think it was too long and, and I liked Nora and I thought the parallel lives were interesting and of course did demonstrate that every life has its flaws and current 
including her current one. And I had already downloaded this one before you picked it, Carla, so I was glad to see it as part of this group. And I'm going to go out and look for some of his other books because I like this one so much. No, I am too. And that's why I, you know, I shared some of the other books with you in case you were interested. I'm anxious to see what this movie's going to be like. Of course, usually I'm disappointed by the movie. Yeah, I don't have high hopes. Sometimes movies don't do books justice. Well, you know, it might be okay if it's audio described. This would be hard to watch if it wasn't. It it would, yeah. yeah. And and depending on how the the plot, you know, how they may they may mess with the plot too. So So many times the movie's disappointing, you know. Yeah, I I read the book and I think this was really would make a wonderful movie, and they screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Great time. Yeah. So, uh, Don, what uh, do you think about? Okay, I, I uh, think we haven't. Alan, Alan was going to put an introduction uh, in here. Uh, I, I was just going to say, uh, you know, he—he, he, I know Christmas has already passed, but he had a, a, a cute little short book that was like two or three hours. A boy called Christmas or something like that. That was really good too. Yes, so, and I mean, that's been made uh, into a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so yeah, thanks, Ladon. Yeah. Yeah, I think every once in a while that is a lot of fun to take a leap into fantasy and this was an interesting book that along that way and she would jump into the make a quantum jump into a parallel universe that was going along parallel to the one that life that she had and there was one little thing that kept gnawing at me and made it uh, I don't know, it's just there and it don't make any difference because the author can do what she want, he wants to do. Uh, but if he jumped into a parallel universe, like when she was down in the Antarctic uh, on the boat there, uh, she was an author up to that point. She was a scientist. She had written books. But she, when her essence jumped into that, she didn't know a darn thing. And actually, I think if you became that person, you would know all of those stuff. And of course, she could still, if she didn't have previous knowledge, then she still could have had the feelings that she had. Like the reason she wanted to jump out of that was two. One, she was afraid of bears. And the other thing was, it was a lonely life. When she was a very successful rock musician. She didn't know any of the songs she sang, but of course she did the life up to then. And so when her essence moved into that parallel, she should have known that, should have known that stuff. That life was disappointing because her brother wasn't alive and he had died. So each life uh, presented her with something that made it uncomfortable and that she didn't like. And I kept waiting and reading, and I thought this book's going to have a message. The author is reading, leading us to a message, and I thought that it did, and it could be summed up in the words of a song. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. In every life, a little rain must fall. Don't worry. And I thought that was the message of the whole book. Um, we're here. We're doing living the life we are. Be happy. 
Well, that's interesting because you know what you, yeah. you you sort of um, jumped to one of the questions I was going to ask if you thought that um, the book had any lessons for you. Um, so um, I, I, did I call on everybody? Because is there anybody that didn't go? Because Some, someone said I think I heard someone say no. Okay. Okay. Who would? I think you heard my roommate uh, doing okay. her uh, yelling. Okay. Does. All right. Well, um, sorry about that, guy. It's okay. No it's problem. Okay. It's okay. So um, I'll, also, I'll share what I thought. Um, I, I loved this book. I, I just, I could read it again. And actually, it was therapeutic for me here at the beginning of a new year because, um, and, and, and it's funny, I've often toyed around with the thought, uh, it's a similar thought, um, I often wonder if I have a doppelganger, you know, a doppelganger, literally in German, a double walker, a double goer, that's mm-hmm. somebody that's the essence of you that exists in a parallel universe and you know, I have, I've had um, regrets myself, you know, if I read the book of my regrets, one of which is that I didn't get to be a mom, and my doppelganger is a oh. mom, and sometimes I wonder what my doppelganger is doing, and, you know, if <laughs> if there is such a thing, and if, that I'm saying, well, she's a mom, but, you know, um, I got, it, this book sort of got me to thinking that if you choose a couple of different things, if you choose different lives, they come with their own frustrations. You might not have yeah. the ones you're leaving behind, but you're borrowing some some other lives' uh, frustrations. And it's sort of like this whole thing as if um, you have a disability and you are asked, um, and people have been asked this in surveys, and they they come back and they always choose their own disability. Well, would you rather be, um, you know, um, crippled or would you rather be deaf than blind? And But it seems that it comes back consistently that people will choose their own disabilities, which is interesting. And um, I liked the uh, symbolism in the book too. She had yeah. a couple of symbols that I saw uh, throughout the book. Of course, one was, of course, the library. But the other one is the chess game. So any of you have played chess, each of the chess pieces have a different um, functions and different things that you're allowed to do with them and you're not allowed to do with them. (coughs) And the one that keeps coming back um, is the pawn. And the pawn, you know, sometimes a pawn can be double-sided. Sometimes if you feel like you are a pawn, um, and, and and there is a psychological thing where there are pawns and origins. I read this back when I was studying to be a teacher in teacher education that some people um, think of themselves as pawns and origins. And a pawn um, doesn't have control over anything. They're just sort of moved around, whereas the origin um, takes control and takes responsibility and 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 all of that. Um, and a pawn might be a similar thing on a chessboard. But the other thing about a pawn is a pawn keeps on. If the pawn keeps on going forward and makes it across the board, it has a chance of it has the chance that it'll be queened, and no other piece will have that chance. And there's a lesson in that. There's a lesson, in fact, in all that they said about the chess. I I think chess is very, very fascinating because I think it is sort of a symbol for life in a lot of ways when you think about a chess board and what the various pieces can do. 
but I but I love this book. I, I really did. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that some of you, I, you know, I'm glad that we have varied opinions. I really am. Um, but I'm going to ask a, a different question. Um, I have, uh, first of all, is there anybody else that wanted to weigh in on any lessons that they got from this book? Any lessons that you think the book did try to, to um, get across to us? And You know, and- when you were talking about the different, the survey and the, the different um, lives and things, kind of reminded me of, has anybody ever seen that thing that, there was, I've seen it in, on social media where um, everybody, a teacher brings a bunch of balloons to class and they, the, the kids have to write things on them about um, what they're not happy with. And then they throw the balloons into the middle of the room and everybody has to go and pick up a balloon and they end up, they inevitably, they end up with their own balloons back. Hmm. And the idea being that they, they end up with their own lives. Nobody wants your, nobody wants to carry your problems. So you end up with your own back was, basically what that was and I've seen it on social media a few times and that's kind of what it made me think of when you were talking about that. I thought uh, thinking about parallel universes that like the were in the book that uh, if you are traveling down a road and you come to a fork of the road and as in the poem you take the one less traveled by that means oh, that yeah. your that means that your other life took the one that was most traveled by. Now, because mm-hmm. you picked one, the other one picked the other. But you gotta wonder: Did the other one go down the road most traveled by because you picked the one least traveled by, or did you go down the one least traveled by because the other one picked the one? most traveled by Mm. which is the controlling you know so if we are thinking about our choices and our life in parallel universes are uh, controlled by our choices but maybe that's not true maybe our choices are given to us because of choices made in another universe kind of gets kind of gets skewing me that way it could be yes it could be yeah it could be um and do you um another fascinating question that i thought about is if you went into the um the the midnight library and you opened your book of regrets what would you find in it and um if you lived that life um would you live that life and try to undo it i know with me um it's the business of being a mom you know, I, I really wanted to be a mom, um, and it just didn't happen. Um, but I often do wonder what would have happened to me if I'd followed some of the paths that were set out for me or that I set out on as 
a younger person and abandoned, for example, it was a foregone conclusion. Conclusion: I was going to major in music and become a musician, and I ended up starting the music major and hating it because it became so clinical and so pressure-ridden and depressing. And I discovered that when I switched out of the the major, you know, I was starting to hate it. And I, I discovered when I switched my major and ended up in the languages, I got it back again because then I enjoyed playing in bands again. The pressure wasn't mm-hmm. on to do auditions and faculty juries and people weren't picking you apart. And um, so I got to have it all in one sense because I got to keep my music and my love of it, but then my other love of languages. So, I mean, the the choices you make, you you wonder what would be different um, if you had made a different choice. Yeah, I like you. I have one major choice in my life that uh, I would make. When I started out as an adult, I had a chance to live a middle class income, a, a life in the middle class with a middle class income. And I made a terrible mistake, ended up with 20 years living in poverty. So I know that I would sure like to go back and change that, that choice. So, yes. You know, it, I'm sitting here thinking about this and... I don't know, even even though that there have been parts of my life that I think, oh, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have, you know, made the choices that I did when I was wild and crazy in my 20s. But, you know, they helped me in the work that I did as a social worker because it was really, you know, how could I judge people (laughs) for doing things that I did? And the the best thing I could do is to help guide them through it and to reassure, reassure them that, it's going to be okay. You know, it doesn't have to cripple you. And I, I honestly can say that I have done everything that I wanted to do in my life. And it wasn't I me. Mean, yeah, I've made bad choices. Yes. I wish I wouldn't have just wasted so much money. I would have lived a little bit more comfortably today, but I'm not uncomfortable. So, you know, it, I think things could have been tweaked along the way. I could have saved myself a lot of heartache by making different choices, maybe not dating some of the people that I did, you know, <laughs> but who's to say what choice would be, would throw the, the trajectory of your life off to where you wouldn't be so happy with it. So I, I, I think yeah. it's kind of, well, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I'm, 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 kind of the I'm, yeah. well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, Green. I'm the same way. I, I have often thought, about different things and thought, well, okay, what would I change? Nothing. Because it was, yeah, there were some things in my professional life that I could have done without, but, you know, it was all part of, part of it. And it's not all peaches and cream or sunshine and roses, however you want to put it. And, but really, there's nothing i i was lucky enough to okay who knows what they really want to do when they start out in college and yeah you know i went from thinking yeah. i wanted to be a journalist to a lawyer then i got to college and i was thinking i was going to be a lawyer when i went into college because i had taken some law classes in high school that fascinated me. 
But then I got to college and decided, no, I have to take too much political science for that. I don't think I want to do that. And then I decided to try social work. And I took my first social work class and was hooked from the moment my professor started talking in that first class. And that was it. And I never looked back. And, you know, I I got the job I wanted. And from there, everything just followed along. And I just, I can honestly say, no, I don't have any regrets. Well, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I, uh, <clears throat> I went to college and I went into business, you know, administration. And um, uh, then I uh, got married and left, uh, left, you know, quit, left college and went back and, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep this going. Well, I graduated with a, uh, with a BS degree. Don't you love those BS degrees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, they basically said, Marcia, we don't have any jobs for you. And I'm like, well, okay, well, at least I have my degree. Well, then I went into another, I went into the business enterprise program and enjoyed that. But uh, then they were going to send me out to all these different uh, places. And I, I was married. Now I'm not, they said, oh, you got to do that. You got to move way up here out to uh, the middle of nowhere. And uh, you're going to have to go on Medicaid. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not leaving my husband to get that going. Well, I guess that's the one regret. I, I mean, I'm glad I went through the, the course. I'm sorry I cost the state a bunch of money, but I'm glad I did it. Um, so other than that, um, you know, I, I've learned about, uh, industry, you know, um, uh, business administration. I learned about vending. So there really were no regrets with that. And as far as my, um, life, uh, as a whole, I have no regrets. I mean, I did some stupid stuff back in our twenties, my twenties and it does well, though. pardon who doesn't, though? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Even as a later adult, we do things sometimes, and um, you know, I, you know. So that that's fair enough, and that's great if you can say you have no regrets. Now, I'm I'm content in general with my life the way it is, but the regret about being a mom is a little hard because now I'm absolutely alone. I have no family except my dog. Carla, may I say something real quick? Sure. Just because you. You you don't have children. Even if you would have had children, doesn't necessarily mean that you wouldn't be alone. Right. Well, that could be true. That's I could true. have children that don't give a dip about me. But when I was holding my mother's hand as she was dying, I thought to myself, fast forward, if I'm laying in a bed like this someday, who will be there to hold my hand? And it made me very sad. But that wouldn't, yeah. even if you had children, uh, A, either your children may be gone before you god forbid which shouldn't happen because the parents aren't supposed to no but it happens we lost my brother and my mother Uh said the hardest thing about um that a mom has to go through is losing one of her children i'll never forget that when she said that yeah so you do have a point well taken there 
Or they might be far away and might not be able right. To get or there. they may be ticked off at you and something that they thought you did or didn't. Yep. Yeah, no, there's a real possibility. <laughs> that I hate my guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when I die, they say, or, or you have, or you have the situation like now with the COVID. Yes. You know, people yeah. are allowed to be in the yeah. hospital with, right? Look yeah. at all the families that couldn't be together. Mm. Right. I think. I, I, well, you know, I. I I think I that perhaps most of us here on this call are like middle-class uh, people. But let's suppose that one of us was uh, a convicted felon had, who had been convicted of <laughs> bank robbery <laughs> and was sitting in a prison right now at this moment. Might they not wish that they could go back? And then choose something else. And so perhaps they go back where they didn't rob the bank or something, you know. I hope they would. I would hope so. Yeah, I think I'm thinking maybe too that some sometimes, you know, you have choices that you can make in your life. And there there are times in my life when I did and I uh I knew that if I chose one thing, that my life would be a certain way. And if I chose something else, my life would be completely different, which it, which it kind of was. And I, I think you have times when you have a chance to make a choice in your life and you you don't always just you, you have that chance. And if you if you don't make that choice, you, you lose it forever. That is true. That is that yeah. is true. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. when you're making these choices, you're only as good as the information that you're given and That's the experience true. that you've had. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. you may not have the wisdom to make that choice. Um, that is true. And that that's um and if One. if if any of you had a chance um to visit a midnight li- the midnight library, would you do it or not? Yes, I would. I just would just to see just what to was see what yeah I think I would yeah. as long as it didn't yeah, I, think so. I have I have a brand new chapter starting in my life in the morning. tomorrow yeah oh and <laughs> that's so wonderful Joni I'm Joni. so happy for you yeah I mean I I've oh. been so unhappy and so <laughs> and I've gone through neglect and abuse and I I fought to get out of this and I I didn't know that I had the strength to do it and I said I can't live with this anymore because if I stay here they're going to kill me I'm going to die and I don't know where the strength came from but I was telling a lot of different people what I was going through and that I wanted to move to Arizona and be near my sister, and I have been working very hard telling people about this place, that it should be closed down, and that nobody should have to be in a place where they're neglected and everything, and my whole new life is starting, and I've had so many different things happened to me in my life, good and bad, as all of us have. And regrets, you know, you can regret and regret and regret, but it doesn't do you any good because you, you can't, uh-huh. you know, it's woulda, shoulda, coulda. 
Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. What, what good, what good okay. does living with your regrets do if you have them? Well, I mean, what, what, you know, just, you gotta, you know, well, I should have done this. I should have did this. Yeah. yeah. You, gotta get over. you know, one thing too, is that once I made the choices, I, I lived with that and went with it. And, and uh, not that I didn't, you know, have other things, you know, but I, 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 I I'm happy with the choice I made. Uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be another life that I can do something different or whatever. But it, uh, you know, when you when you make a choice, you you put your whole heart into trying yeah. to make it work. Well, what about positive choices we've made in our life? I made some. Oh good yes, choices. and we. I think we've probably uh, mm-hmm. made all. You know, we've all made positive yeah, more positive effort there. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, regrets are are one thing, but positives are totally. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I wish there had been a book of positive choices in the library. But if there had, there probably wouldn't have been a story. No, that's true. True. You wonder, but Uh -uh. um, the book of regrets—that's a fascinating. um, You know, it's it's really fascinating to think about what would be in your book of regrets. If anything, Mm -hmm. maybe it'd be just a thin little volume. But then the other question begs: if there isn't, if there aren't many regrets in that book there might not be as many books on the shelf to choose from either who knows true yeah the the shelves seem to be endless because the choices we made are practically endless and the littlest thing may put your life off in a different projective like for instance when her cat was dead uh, and it turned out that she thought it was hit by car but it was a, a disease but nevertheless when she was out there picking up her cat the doctor came by and chatted with her and said would you like to have a cup of coffee she said no so that was a choice she made no and and it ended off with another thing and then when she went back and was able to say yes with that thing so and then she ended up with the doctor which was the nicest thing so even the little choices we make day by day you don't know yeah. what might have become had you made another choice one of yes. the things i liked about it was the fact that she learned that she had a positive influence on other people in the life she had been living um the young boy that she helped learn music, the old man that she ran errands for, um, you know, those kinds of yeah. things made a difference. And, and that I think that, that sometimes we don't even understand that everyday small things are graces and yeah. that we can receive and give without even recognizing that it's happening. But one of the things that I thought was probably good about this was she also learned that some of the lives she let other people choose for her, her father, her brother, yeah. um, you know, wanting something from her. And it wasn't really what she wanted. And, and that's that whole thing about pawns and origins, isn't it? When yeah, she was yeah. clearly the pawn and not the origin of her life. Um but then it didn't she stuck go the way she wanted, you know, or it wasn't what she wanted when she got there. Um, so I think that was was real because I think sometimes we do let other people make the choices for us. And the, bu- the book was actually 
sort of like the movie it's a wonderful life yeah, and there and yeah. there he found out what what the world would be without him and all the difference when she came back she found out all the things that you know like the music she was teaching the kid he was maybe going to be a professional musician and all the things that she did she so she found out what her life uh, would have been had she not lived her life so it was like it it's a wonderful life sort of that way too but it was kind of unrealistic in a way i mean well, well yeah, kind yeah. Of sort of, i mean she was an olympian she was a, right. a rock star she was uh uh, a professional speaker. She, she was like, "Wow, to have led all these different lives." She was an uh, she she was a uh, was study or, or was on that boat or at the North Pole with. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. South Pole. So well, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, it was North, yeah. I think. But anyway, well, she chose lives that had the most. Uh, positive outcomes at first, because remember, oh, then at the right. end, she said, I just want an ordinary life where I'm married. That's and have true, Sherry. Yeah. And so she deliberately chose those. So we didn't get to see some of the more boring ones. Mm-mm. Well, it kind of went, it, it kind of reminded me of a, I don't know what a kaleidoscope looks like, but it, it kind of, well, she did this, she did that. She'd like these minute, these secondary clips, like boom, 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 boom. I can just see those going by uh, in the movie, you know, these uh, yeah. maybe 10 second uh, different scenarios of what her lives were. Um, yes. But one thing that I thought about too, is even those, you know, we're living this one life here and how this really messed with theology. You know I mean? This, this doesn't bode well with Christian theology, but anyhow, um, we are living um, simultaneously. We are actually all living many lives. I know when I think of myself, I think of Carla Hayes, the, you know, the daughter, the sister, the yeah. technical translator, right. the teacher, yeah. you know, the musician, the pet mother, you know, I mean, we all have these different aspects of us that are true lives, you know, but it's, I mean? all, but it's all one life. I mean, it's different aspects of the same life. But maybe all of these lives of hers were somehow different aspects of her root being is what I'm trying to say. You know, the one life is a microcosm of all the lives that we are leading, just like this book. Um, mm-hmm. You know, these lives were the microcosm of her root being and what she was and what she could be. It, it comes places. down. It's just like when you hear about something on the news and or you hear about something happening and. And. It's. Like when somebody gets a family member kills another family member or somebody, something like that, just as an example. And somebody says, oh, but he was such a nice guy. And you think, well, do you do you really know people and the lives that they live and, you know, all these different yeah, like you're saying, Carla, it gets back to the mm-hmm. to the root life that you're living. We only we show people only what we want them to see. And so this this woman showed each person 
she was with a different side of herself and, Mm -hmm. you know, no one realized she was clinically depressed until she finally admitted, okay, I want to, I want to live. And it was, she she thought that that, that I want to live first. She thought, I want to live first when she was running from the bear. You know, that scared the yeah, hell out yeah. of you right there. Yeah. You know? right. Uh, and as far as seeing her, uh, most of the positive are uh, when she was successful. The one chapter, the many lives, uh, her many lives went over and over and over to all the different lives that we didn't see. And some of them weren't successful as uh uh, you know, but she, he didn't, the author didn't go into those lives, just mentioned them. And the little bit I had where I was concerned that when she jumped into a parallel life, she didn't know what she was supposed to know in that life. Then she acted goofy all the time while she was in that life until she found that she didn't like it. In the many lives, at one time, one life that she led, uh, he answered that problem for me, because he said she lived one life and she could speak many languages. Well, when she jumped into that life, she did know what she should know. Anyway, yeah. so that was this thing. But uh, yeah, there were many lives mm-hmm. talked about, not just all the good ones, but we didn't, you know, didn't, uh, those others weren't expanded. Yeah. I'm sorry, could I interrupt? Is it possible yeah. to get the next book? Oh, it'd be a good idea. Oh, sure. Yeah, it would be a good um, idea. Yeah, and then we can continue um, unless you want us to uh, draw it to an end, Sunrise. in which case I, I, I would we just... We could go on all night, but I've got something I wanted to okay, do. Okay, but I just wanted to, you know, just want to, for those of you that have to leave, I want to leave you with a quote to think about. There, there are many good quotes in this book, but um, the quote that sticks with me and that I wrote down um, amongst many is... Think about this, folks. Undoing regrets is really a way of making wishes come true. I'll say it again. Undoing regrets is really a way of making wishes come true. And I think that's one thing that um, really is a good quote that we can maybe take away from this and maybe give some thought to in the coming days and I hope um, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion, and I've enjoyed hosting it. I know I'm not as good as as um, the others on here that host, but um, this was you're fine, Carla. Carla, you, yeah, did, you a did a good, good job. job. Great Thank job. you, Thank yeah. you so yeah, much, you, Carla. For doing it. Mm-hmm. And people can and stay I, on and talk once we get the next yes, book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did the room open. I didn't next realize book is. it was. I didn't either. I was having so much fun. You know what they say: times, time, fun flies. Okay. And when you're having fun. <laughs> anyway, um, the next it's fun book. when you're having flies is what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, Confuse us says. The, the next book is Eternal by Lisa Scottelini. Oh, oh yeah. good. The DB number is 103254. 103254. So you did read it, Randy? Yeah. So you're going to do I'm it. I'm actually reading it. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I recommended it. You were the one who recommended it. So, yeah. How we long is it? What's it about? <laughs> it's about it's, 19, 18. What is it? 18 and a half, 19 it's hours? 19 hours is and it nine that long? But you I know think what? it's a good book. From it is a good book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much. So you're going to take the discussion, right? What? 
you're going to, you're going to do the discussion. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you better be here though, because I I'm counting be. on you to, I will, yeah. to help carry it. So you <laughs> better be I, here. I could, I could do it, but I, you know, cause I thought, Oh my God. Well, um, yes. I'm, I'm thank you. Thank you for doing it. I'm um, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, well, who did you say that's going to be by? I'm sorry. It's Lisa Scottolini. And it's a totally I'm different sorry, book. I still didn't get the name of it. Lisa, Lisa Scottolini. Scottolini. And it's oh, no. spelled S is in Sam. What is C- the title? What's I the name of it? The title is Eternal. Okay, Eternal? So yeah. Yeah, forever. Eternal. Scottolini, could you spell that? Okay. It's spelled. Well, I don't. I know. I know. I've read a lot of her stuff, and yeah, Carla. Um, and Carla I think it's the number. It. It's one zero three two five four. And it's and Lisa Scottolini spells her last name. Wait, one zero three two five four eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Next okay. time I talk to you. Yeah, it hurt my heart just to hear her. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, guys, I think I'm going to uh, say Me good night. Too. My yeah. husband is going to want to eat dinner. And <laughs> I'm I don't have... He's not already in here. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. This was a great. It was a good feeling. It was a good discussion. discussion. Yeah. It really was. Mm-mm. I think we would have still been I mean, I mean, yeah, I God, God. <laughs> Randy. Marsha, you're not allowed to miss next month. <laughs> I know. Well, this is I, your book. So. That's what I was gonna say. Well, if you want me to do it, I I can. Um I gotta go back and review it, I guess, but if you want to do it, I'll help you. I mean, we could call, we could sort of co-host it or something. That works. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, yeah, I'm thinking. I that's would a like lot. This is a lot of book. There's a lot. Of it's a long book. On. Yeah, it is a long book, and there's a. But lot she's a of, wonderful writer. She's she, I, she I is, <laughs> and my one of my favorite audible readers does the female poet. I like the yes. way the narrators do it. Say yep. yeah, Marsha. Uh, how yep. do you spell Scottolini? We started to write that. S C O T T O L I N I. S C O T T O L I N I. Yeah. And what's the general prim, uh, premise of the book? You know, when when does it take place? Nineteen thirty-seven. Okay. And it has to deal with. What's going on in Venice, Italy during uh, the well Mussolini? It's it's in yeah in Rome, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I've I've read so many Venice. Yes, it's it's Rome, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's been a, a couple months since I've read it. Yes, it's in Rome, okay. and it has to deal with the uh, uh, three people. Two uh, men and a woman, and they're both. Um, well, it, it's kind. Of, it starts out as a romance, and I'm like, nah, this. I wasn't really into it, but then it evolves into 
oh my gosh, some very sad historical things that happened during that time. And what's so cool about the end of the book is Lisa Scottolini, there's an interview with her and uh, how she got involved with the, the, the particular subject matter. And um, I, I ended up, I, I, the, the, as I said, when I first started reading the book, I really wasn't interested. And, and then it's turned into one of the best books I've read in the last couple of years. So it's, I'm still reading it and it started out slow for me. Yes, me too. 